Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who will have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Susanna Martinez-Conde, director of the Laboratory of Visual Neuroscience at the Barrow Neurological Institute. Okay, Susanna, so we're here in some uh, seafood restaurant, right? Yes, we are. And uh, you told me that you replicated the Milgram experiment. What's the Milgram experiment? The Milgram experiment is the classic experiment on obedience to authority. So what, what, what did he do? Well, the classic Milgram experiment goes like this. There's a naive subject. And naive? What do you mean? Doesn't know anything? Doesn't know anything about the experiment. The subject is about to be tri- tricked, but they don't know about it. Tricked? They lie to the, exper- the subjects? Yes, yes, of course. That's, part, that's an important part of the experiment. Okay. And then? So the subject is told that they're going to participate in an experiment about learning. Okay. The subject is made to believe that there is another subject that doesn't know anything about it. In fact, this other subject is not a naive subject. It's one experimenter. Okay, so there's a subject that is think they're going to teach another subject something, and they will shock them if they don't learn very well. Well, not, not quite, not quite. So it's, it's a bit more complicated than that. There's apparently two subjects, but only one of them is naive. The other one is uh, part of the experiment. Now okay, the so experiment. the subject thinks that they're going to shock somebody, but the other person really works for the experimenter and doesn't get shocked. Not, not yet, because you draw lots at first. It's part of the whole, the, the whole uh, uh, deception. So you have two subjects, you tell them to both of them that we're going to participate in a learning experiment, they agree to participate, and now you say, now we're going to draw lots to decide who's the teacher. Like flip a coin or something? Yes. But the coin is rigged? Yes. Oh, these liar psychologists. Okay, so they they rig the experiment, the subject think that they are randomly chosen as a teacher, they shock the other, think they're shocking the other person, the other person is not really getting shocked. So what's the experiment? Just whether you can lie to people? No, the experiment... Well, you can lie to people. That's been demonstrated many times. Really? I never (laughs) said, yeah. (laughs) Well, the experiment is to find out if a person is made to shock somebody just by giving the person instructions. When is that person going to stop? And are they going to follow instructions? Because the fact is that that the... So so are people cruel? Are they willing to shock somebody when they're giving instructions to do that? Well, the issue is like, whatever, what happened in Nazi Germany? Were people cruel or were they were just following instructions? So it, there's a lot of ethical issues. Okay, and did people follow instructions? Surely not Americans. <laughs> well, I think this was, this was done originally, where, was, it, was it in England? There was New Haven, okay. New Haven. Well, then in Connecticut, very, very typical American, yeah? Yes, so there you go. But uh, There you go what? They, 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 they not only shock people, they shock people a lot. Yes, they, they shocked people until they thought that they fell, fell unconscious and they kept shocking them. After wow. That. So the, the person who was, who was giving the, the shock was screaming, I have a heart problem, I have a problem, I have a heart problem, stop it, stop it. Yes. And they kept on shocking them until they sting and yes. go. It hurts a lot. Terrible. Then they went unconscious and then the, the uh, experimenter said, the experiment must continue. You must keep shocking this. Must continue and they continue. Now, yes. so, what, so what, what did you do? Well, uh, we wanted to replicate the experiment. Replicate this? Cruel. <laughs> but uh, we had an interesting idea. We wanted to know say, that people obey authority. And our idea was that it has to do with to do with diffusion of responsibility. Okay, so if people in the room or if they tell you what yes. to do, yeah. 
it might be that they're going to, they're going to obey if there's somebody else in the room. So how did you manipulate this? Well, we introduced a third, a third person in the room that would simply turn the knob. I see. So there's another um, confederate, confederate who worked for the experimenter, but he was just instructions of the, of the not, subject. Not actually shocking anybody. That was the task of the naive, of the naive subject, simply turning the knob when necessary. Increase the shock. The okay. The and? Shock. And, well, it was very difficult to experiment so that some people would stop at some point. Really? Really? So, but this uh, not Americans again, is it? Well, this was in Spain. But in Spain. So you have, so you have a history with people and torturing people, right? The Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, exactly. Well, at the stake, at stake, uh, the, uh, the worst back then. But <laughs> so, so how did the Spanish behave? Spanish behave. Well, the instructions very well. <laughs> That's unexpected. So we had to make the experiment so that. Sometimes they would refuse because we needed a variable to control. So we made them. So we made them sit very close to the victim. That matters. I see. And I, if I remember correctly, in the Milgram experiment, when people sat very close, they actually reduced their tendency to shock them. And if they saw them, they did it less. Correct. So we had to do this in plain view, and that they had to be sitting very close to each other across the table. And that way, some of them refused to to shock. To shock. And then, did the social pressure uh, increase that? Uh, it didn't really matter. But uh, my guess is that we didn't get enough numbers of subjects that were willing to not go all the way to 10. The way. So, so the problem is that there were too many people who were willing to shock. So, so um, this, this study has been very hard to replicate because of human subject issues. In fact, it's very hard to pass it by the human subject committee. How did you manage? Well, we didn't, actually. This was, uh, what was it, like uh, 20 years ago. We didn't know as uh, undergraduates back in Spain that there were any such things as IRBs. You and, and your professors didn't know either? If they did, they didn't tell us. You <laughs> couldn't do this today, even in Spain. That's my guess. I see. Uh, but at least it's wonderful to know that it was replicated. I think it's important to know that it still uh, survives. I mean, the fact is that with, with the, it's so hard to replicate. It's good to know that it does replicate. Yes, and I, I want to say, uh, the subjects weren't enjoying this. We had uh, one subject that had a very bad time, had a, a bit of a nervous crisis, and it's not something that people obey because they like to obey. Oh, we disclose it to everybody, I have to say as well. And uh, only two out of uh, 20 or 30 people, whatever, I forget, said after the experiment that they might not have wanted to participate had they known about it in advance. Everybody else said that they had liked the experience. Okay, so our table is ready. Thank you very much. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. Learn more at predictablyirrational.com. Predictably Irrational.